0: Good. Might, might say one, two, one, two. Good, good. What's going on, man? Thank you very much, man. It's
1: been a long time. It's been a middle of minute. We're starting off our new uh season in the second half uh Southern Frame of Mind, aka Renewed Kings. We just came from that uh the uh, anniversary live. This guy. Are we kicking it off? What are we kicking it off about Elijah? What are we kicking this off what, about?
0: Well, we're gonna start off, you know, discussing early slavery and just kind of the factors that we're still facing in today's time, and also just talk about the psychology of how that has affected us. You know, uh, it, you know, I feel like we're able to really get into depth on that, and then also about eugenics. So. You know there's different things that just affect us in so many ways we just don't even understand so we're we're going to really get into these different factors but we're going we're going to start off with uh slavery we're going to start off with slavery
1: okay um i also have some things here too i want to bring up about the psychology of why why is it that black people why we go against other blacks like why do we have this mentality we what we do is we go so hard, like going against other black people, but when it's the dominant society, or or when it's Caucasians, we don't we don't uh, stand up to them for for anything. Or some people do. I ain't gonna say all, but you gotta put that uh, disclaimer out there. But we um, don't really take up for what we believe in when we see some. We ca- we, we, we cower sometimes. The wife, like you're not saying all of us do or I do or anything, but we don't really speak up and we don't have that, that vitriol towards other races that we do so, so toward our own. So I'm gonna hit on a few points, like what the history of effects of that. Of that oh, yeah, we,
0: yeah, because we're dealing with that, you know, every, every single day from social media to at work in real life, you know, there's just, you know, just different factors that, that plague us. So that will be definitely something that's needed um, in this conversation. And so, really, when it comes to history, the history of slavery—I mean, there's so many different ways you know you can really pull from that—that that really have like shifted where we are in today, as far as the mind and stuff like that. And uh, you have anything that you want to go ahead and, and bring about that?
1: Um, so far as is it, so far as the points of, of in slavery.
0: Yeah, yeah, your points on slavery, like. What, what is your mindset when it comes comes to that
1: well i, I want to um well they they say that it were, it were they were blacks that sold other blacks into slavery like I mean, i'm hitting on some of this point of with the psychology why we go against each other they say that was the uh that was the underlying thing one of the things factors that happened during the transatlantic slave trade but you know, it it was so many determining factors, like it were, there were different classes of uh, tribes. There were different tribes and different tribes that spoke different languages. And that, you know, there's, there's tribes seeing each other differently. So that would probably be one of the factors of why you have slaves that probably sold other, the, the black people that probably sold slaves. Or it's just also, it's just, uh, slavery in itself though um i mean how can i gotta say it the, we, we see the narrative painted out by society today it's so many factors that happen within between that time and when we, once we w- were picked up and we were sold bought and sold and everything it's so many factors that happened during that time um when we had kingdoms we had uh we we we, uh had wealth in that country and we just overthrown and pillaged and uh they raided us and we were held captive like held captive from other countries so i mean the slavery the slavery now but the slavery narrative today is more so it's just a, a sympathy thing i think it's more They want to have sympathy is no i don't really think it's really too much power in slavery people some people say oh have power in 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 the slave narrative i'm like yes okay well yeah we brought things over from africa and we brought things over from other countries that we may have been dropped off at some people still keep their culture but it's more so it's like i think we're so far from it today we are we have gotten so far away from our culture that we have become what America has wanted us, has moved and wanted us to be, which is is not so we're not looked upon so, you know, kingly and, and queenly, or we're not looked upon so as royal royalty, not African royalty, not in this day and age, because we've been so far removed from slavery and from the African roots from slavery that we brought over. But I think we should go back and do history and 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 say that we were four slaves. We should look at that point in time slavery, you know, if people take power from slavery, yeah, you can't, you can't deny the history, but, you know, I mean, we, we can't celebrate being subjugated. Like, we just had the whole Juneteenth thing like about when we were freed as slaves, but, I mean, that's the, always the narrative, like, why can't we just, we, we, there's so many other holidays we can celebrate, or we can put into legislation.
0: So. No, that, make, that makes sense, and you know, I want I want to speak on just the the early s- slaves and and just how things really kind of were, were brought brought together. So, mm-hmm. you know, you had you had thousands of of Africans, you know, both that were freed and and enslaved that helped aid, you know, the the Americas, you know, or what they would call the New World. So, around 1619, uh, you had slaves that were brought to the colonies of like Jamestown, Virginia. And you know, other other places in that area in that, that southern region. And mm-hmm. so by that, they were helping out between like the seventeenth to like eighteenth centuries, they were helping out with the course of tobacco, the rice, and it was more so just to be able to have, you know, for the European settlers in in, in this, this new world to have cheaper, you know, labor, basically, you know. So mm-hmm. it's if you're able to have hands that can do things and you can just reap the benefits of that that's going to be the better option for you and also too when you can control them by fear and strip them from who they are which you were speaking to the the psyche when you don't know okay I, I come from this this lineage so I know I come from a powerful uh group of people I know my family is warriors when you feel like you come from being chained down and you are less than the dirt then you're going to react a certain type of way and that's that's the mindset of, of many uh you know africans that were brought over to this country to help help out uh, you know america so i like how do you feel on on that you know just understanding that some of those you know people brought over they just didn't even have a chance to get a glimpse of who they really were you know maybe growing up young or just just not even able to have their history passed down to them like what what do you think about that
1: yeah that, it played a major part where, where the captors and, and and um you had the the dominant uh peoples that came over and subjugated us to slavery they uh they made it they made they they, they separated us from it like i mean i just want to just want to put that point in there that they separate us from uh our motherland they separated us from mother nations so it, it was a it was a big cutoff and us uh we like we have to be mindful of you know well this day and age we have the internet and we have we can go back and we can study if if you're interested in it so we can go back and do the study we can go back and look up what we were and, and and african traditions and these things still play out today i think a lot more people today are coming into their own today and they're um they they're becoming uh more informed today and they're looking into things and saying okay well well I, uh, they're, they're getting DNA tests have you gotten a DNA test have you done that no I haven't done that yet that's something
0: that's like one of my goals that I want to I want to do that I know that's 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 a prominent thing to do yes
1: yeah, that's, that's, that's that's something that I want to do too um just l- look up what what part of Africa what what african DNA that i have and what things that we can you know what we what we can pull from that and i think i think a lot of folks should should do that ancestry or or 23 and me i think a lot of a lot of a lot of our African Americans black people should do that and then just just pull from those uh those factors or those the, the, the pull from the country and pull from the the lineage and the culture from where you where you came from and just Hold on to some of those things but it's it's not too far removed with, with soul food and everything but soul food was really what we got when we uh when we got here and we had to make do with what we had but some of some of the stuff came from africa like okra and um certain types of plants uh that, that we have there were you know greens and things of that nature that we got from africa that we we could we we uh imply it or we put it in our food we you know Put those things. Yeah, so it was still
0: some some culture that was still taken from you know the 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 motherland, as they you know as some people would call it, and
2: mm-hmm. some
0: people still was able to pass at least the the minimal things they knew to that next generation. But also, too, when you're beaten into submission, when you just lost yourself and you're just a a slave, you know, to mm-hmm. to the barest root of it all. You're not gonna want. You, you, it doesn't matter where you came from or who you, who you're. You know, what I'm saying like world royalty or what. It doesn't matter because look at the situation you're in now, and that's why you had people selling their, their, their loved ones out or, or, their, you know, the people they was working around with in those fields and and during those times because it's like, hey, if I can get an extra, if I, if I can get an extra piece of bread, I, if I can get a, some more water. If I can get one less, you know, whip. I'll take that rather than you know what I'm going through day to day. So you just the the it, it this the mindset plagued so many
2: uh-huh. back
0: then to even now. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and when you don't get the therapy, when you don't have those that break those psychological uh and generational curses, it continues to go on. And and also I want to bring up a point too. Most of the, the slave owners would make sure that. The, the slaves were primarily just depending on them, depending on the system, you know, in earmarks the system, you know, they will make sure they prohibit them from like learning how to read, uh, just their behavior movements was restricted. So they wanted to make sure that they knew what they were going on. They were in their business. They didn't have nothing. They lived up under them, but they wanted to make sure they could be able to monopolize anything they had going on. So it's just like, even if one person had a bright idea, Nope turn the lights off you're not gonna do that y'all not gonna you know enjoy life the way you should be as human beings not as slaves so you just had those factors come in as well
1: so also i believe you you're talking more about uh the trauma of slavery like how how those slave masters how they beat and how they raped women they raped men and how they uh like this 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 whole thing i don't know if this is like they say you used to feed alligators to babies like it's so traumatic yeah, like you're talking about the trauma of, of slavery. And I, 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 um, I have like an article right here. It says, uh, okay, I got something from Dr. Monica Hinton. Um, and it says, understanding post-traumatic slave syndrome. Uh, it says the recent civil rights un- unrest in response to ongoing racial injustice in the US has highlighted the entrenched trauma that African-Americans have experienced and carried across generations. We are especially reminded of this trauma during the month of June, which marks the anniversary of Juneteenth and the massacre of Black Wall Street. Juneteenth is the day that slaves were freed in the United States on June 19th, 1865. Uh, and it goes on to say the massacre of Black Wall Street was another historic event that caused endurance and damage both economically and psychologically. Uh, I'm just skipping around and just reading certain events like they, they took so much they took yes. so much and caused so much trauma. It was like, I, and I understand, I agree with you what you're saying. Like, they were like, okay, no, you can't do this. We're shutting this down. It was, it was just, it was just a, a, a bullying nature. They, 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 they over. they more. they just. They just murdered us and do whatever they want because they seen us as three fifths human back then. So if you like think of a person as an animal, you're gonna be able to feel that you can do anything you want to do with them and take anything they want. black people didn't have any rights until let, let me let me make sure I'm I'm clear.
0: Yeah. And and also and also while you you know you bring about that point, I also want to mention about the hierarchy they had. You know, you had the privileged house workers, you had the 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 skilled laborers, you know, the blacksmiths, and then you just had more so the 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 field hands. And because of all that, it kept the divide and it also made them feel less likely to organize because you're looking at the person in the house like you living better than me and the person that's in the house getting raped and all these other things experimenting on etc etc they looking at you like you out there in the sun you burning up your hands a blister you getting whipped but i would trade that in for what i'm going through for myself right now and i mean it's it's just it's just wild and that's something that's happening to us right now we have that divide of uh oh well you you don't have enough followers so i can't believe nothing you say or you ain't showing enough money so I, why would mm-hmm. i want to listen to what you got to put out so yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's just a lot a lot of you know masking the truth and you know that's why we're here to bring the the raw uncut unfiltered take the band-aid off perspective of what we you know see the world on and also give people historical facts on what really happened not what you're being told that would happen hmm.
1: Yeah, like I, I have this, like I was, to bring it back to when slaves were uh were emancipated. It, they said they say it was Lincoln, but it, I don't think it was, uh, Lincoln did that for other reasons. Well, I, I won't get deep into that. It says on September twenty second, eighteen sixty two, uh, Lincoln uh, issued a pre- preliminary emancipation proclamation. On January first, eighteen sixty three, he made it official. You know, slaves got their rights. So, but that they Lincoln owned slaves also. So. We won't get too deep down in a rabbit hole and all that, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and as as far as with the
0: psychology, um, you know, a a lot of abuse we see now in oh we hear about you know in our in our culture you know uh, it's or you know or you you may you may have been around it or had you know family members or such like that have maybe went through some things and from psychologytoday.com they. They explain about uh, what they call Stockholm Syndrome, where it's mm. basically the victim depends on the actions of the assailant. And then those reactions turn into gratitude over time once they survive, and that's what happened. They basically are saying that happened to slaves where they started to express gratitude for those that imprisoned them, for those that beat them and brought them through so much turmoil and vitriol, and then eventually gave them their freedom. So it's like, hey, you know, I I did all this to you, but look, you're, you're free now. And, you know, let bygones be bygones. And that anger, that, that everything they had inside of them for some, they just, you say, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. Like, I, you know, maybe if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have the life that I have right now to be free. So I would take even more beatings or, you know what I'm saying? To be able to have other people be free. And it's like, your life was not made to be the footstool to be the floor mat to be a a whipping boy um a woman that got raped and pillared you you, you, that's not for you to live your life and for some through all that trauma they got just beat into submission and and tried to rationalize the behavior that uh negative that was negative to them and affected them in those ways
1: yeah and also um to add on on the post-traumatic uh slave syndrome it's actually the term was actually coined um it's on some it says 2005 theoretical work was done by dr joy de gray de gray de i don't know how you pronounce that name but it says the book describes the multi-generational trauma experienced by african americans that lead to undiagnosed and untreated post traumatic stress disorder in enslaved africans and their descendants um it says the author, uh, Dr. Joy, states the post-traumatic slave syndrome is not a disorder that can simply be treated and remedied clinically, but rather requires profound social change in individuals. Hmm, social change. But they didn't socially engineered us so much. Uh, like I say, like I was bringing up in the beginning, they, they removed us so far away that how can we fix it? How when something when a generation has been going through things over and over and over and we're traumatized by it, they, it, can the black community be repaired? That's my question.
0: Yeah, and that's a heavy statement because it's, it's you have, you know, outside races who will say, how come y'all can't, you know, get it by your bootstraps? How come you, you, you gotta, I, I look at, I, I have this example where it's, we both start out in one state, we've got cars that say, hey, you, y'all both drive to the next state, whoever get there first, you know, y'all win a prize. But they mm-hmm. say, oh, hey, you, you get out your car and you have to walk the way to get there. And this other person still can keep their car. So that's mm. how I see uh, a, a lot that has happened with us. We're, oh, we're, oh. we're pushed back so far to the point yeah. where we can make steps, but to get the big leap, we we have to get on a, on a more solid page and not let people come in and try to be destructive to us. But that's almost impossible to happen with us because we have so much pride and so much... Uh, we look at each other sometimes as our biggest competition. It's like, it Mm shouldn't be that way. You see somebody that look like you winning. That's great. That doesn't mean you can't win. You know what I mean? Let that be your inspiration, not your, don't let fear turn into hate. And that's what happens in our community.
1: Or I, I, I I add a twist to your analogy. It's a good analogy, but like, say, say that, that, say that, that they want you to drive to, to, to both of you have, uh, the cars. Two races different races have cars a black car and a white car but with the black car they give you an old beat down raggedy one and they give the white one a new pristine car and they tell you to drive to the same place but the black car keeps breaking down and you have to keep putting repairs into it and that puts you further behind that's a good analogy though (laughs) yeah
0: you're exactly right man you're exactly right and you know we just have to and and a way to take a step is if you're not doing stuff, say, in in, in in your local area or you're not into politics or, you know, you don't have the money to, hey, I want to help my people out. I want to help people out in general. But I, you can do stuff like this. You can start your own podcast or you can have a group where it could be three, four people. Three, four people can make a big difference in the world. Three, four rappers. Look, you just think about your favorite three or four uh, celebrities or your favorite three or four entertainers musically. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have entertainer that you like that has been in the industry for more than 15 years, 20 years, and they have so many hits, think how how those hits have inspired other people, and then think how how those hits have inspired other artists. So never feel like a minimal amount of people can't make a difference. They can make the biggest difference in the world. It just depends on their passion and Mm -hmm. what what they're trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: But, and I saw those people use their platform also. So do you think these these artists, uh, these large major artists you, you would you believe that they're controlled by those companies to put out a certain message?
0: Oh, yeah, they're definitely controlled. This is the thing. Right. They all sign mm-hmm. what the contract. All yeah. of them sign a contract, the contract. You know, I'm just, you know, just 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 my assumption of it. Hey. Mm-hmm. Do your music, make us money. You gonna get money, I guess. But if we want you to publicize this politician, we want you to publicize this agenda. We want you to, you know, cause this uproar in your community. You do that. Oh, you don't want to do that. Your album not coming out. You're not getting no no extra uh, incentives. You're you're gonna do what you want to do. But we're gonna make sure that if if you're representing us. It, it won't be no benefit of the doubt. You're not you're not going to go too far left. And that's what's happened a lot in uh, the entertainment. Once they start waking up and they start speaking truth to power, oh no, let's cut it out. Like, that's why you have it to where people like a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar, oh yeah, they make good music. I just can't, you know, I can't really connect with them. And that's fine. You know what? That's perfectly fine because it's okay to have different varieties of music. But one thing about it is, the stuff that you speak out of your mouth, if you're not strong enough mentally, if you don't stay rich in mind and you don't respect your mind, then anything can infiltrate. So now you're like, you know what? I need to get a gun. I need to try this weed. I, I, I need to do this dope. I need to sell this. I need to have multiple women. I need to and so on and so on to the point where you're no longer you. Now, you now you, you when you look in the mirror and when you think about what you got going on, it's like, why am I living through the identity of a person that i'm looking up to you know so it's just you you have that cycle that goes on so it's just it's just it really causes a lot of uh confusion and you have people who look up to those famous people because they have fame they have their they have so many people watching them don't confuse the eyes for impact eyes don't mean they have a major impact it means that hey they're doing something that's getting attention because you can get negative attention and you can get positive attention so you know that's kind of how i look at that Yep. And they're
1: swaying the minds of our people. Some, some of our people out there, well, most of society out there is just so weak in the fact that that we'll just, we'll just follow along with anything. We'll just, we'll just go with anything that um, the dominant society puts out there in front of us. And we, and they have something that you call uh, puppeteers. They got puppet masters. like it's puppets in, in politics, it's puppets in entertainment. And we just go along and get along we we we're we're the uh we are the pinocchios, <laughs> and they pull in yeah. the string every which way everything we do is like it's uh influenced and but, that's why they know, had, but that's it. why they call them
0: yeah influences that's why they yeah. the certain words they 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 heighten that to let you know yeah you're being influenced and continue to you know be influenced by what we want to give you so it's just crazy. Yeah. And, and and just to take a quick step back from uh, psychology.today.com i just want to mm-hmm. uh talk about four points that they dictated uh when psychological slavery occurs the four points or the four situations that they they dictated um for that was perception of a threat physical a psychological and the conviction that misfortune can really occur a pre uh, the, uh, the second one was appreciation of small acts of kindness by the abuser towards the victim. Mm. Isolate. The third one is isolation from others, mm. and then the fourth one is conviction that one is unable to escape the situation. So these are they say these are the four typical situations where psychological slavery occurs, which that still can happen today. But it doesn't even have to just be with the the title slavery. It can just be with, um, you know, people feeling a certain type of way towards their their aggressors, their abusers, and we see that like they do so many shows and you hear music about what people went through and and how they tried to overcome but also how they have a soft spot for that person that hurt them so like how do you feel on that
1: oh man well it's a lot of twists and turns within the Stockholm syndrome so I I guess I guess some people I'm not really a psychologist but this is my assumption it's like some people feel that once they were taken away they feel that okay well maybe i needed to be taken away from my situation in order for them to make it better for me or maybe these people brought something a realization within my perception of how i was living to where i can you know where 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 they where they uh made it favorable for me and that's probably how they look at it it's a sick way to look at it despite all the abuse amid all all the uh the trauma or the abuse of physical or mental that people they just they just like you know they take that stuff on and, and they sympathize with their oppressor and, and like it's it's a crazy thing man yeah
0: it, it definitely is um and and that's why for me i stopped watching tv years ago like i'll watch it if i'm hanging out with somebody or you know a game on or something like that's something that I want to watch. But what I realized was, you know, whatever you're giving majority of your time to, you can end up becoming that. You know, you give your time to being on the game all the time. That's mm-hmm. how you just live in your life. You know, it's just it's just a game. You give majority of your time to uh, these shows, uh, the the just the different ones with the the, the hip hops, the dramas. You're living your life like a drama. So. I, I just I just see the world in such different ways, uh just going through life in my own certain trials and errors to the point where it's just like I want to be one with myself, understand who I am first. I don't want to know everything about this artist, everything about this 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 uh entertainer or this this act. I wanna know who I am to the core. And you have to make the time for yourself. And there's nothing wrong with being selfless, you know what I mean? Or or selfish to selfish for you, you know what I mean? Because if you're giving all your time to everybody else. What are you doing for you? How can you benefit from that?
1: Yeah, man. yeah, but yeah, that's 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 how they keep us though. Like uh, they're gonna keep us docile, and, and people are actually following me and trying to live their life, just like just like these shows, or just they're trying to live their life like Instagram, and it's so fake. And I, I see why people they believe in such things. Like I got an anecdotal thing. <laughs> All right, I was I was uh, this is chick I was talking to. Um at work and uh we was talking about the Mo Three situation. We were talking about music and stuff. And I was like, Yeah, I I say I listen to both of them. I listen to Yellow Beezy and uh and Mo Three. Like I say, I don't have no ties to them, I have no ties to either one. And she was just like, Oh no, I don't listen to Yellow Beezy or Trap Boy Freddie because Mo 3 that was it, and she's act like she was just going hard. Why do and that's another thing? Why do people go so hard for celebrities? Some people go so hard for I say they don't even know you, they have no ties to you. But you got people that are willing to kill, or are willing to get in a fight over a celebrity that don't even know you. That is the weirdest shit ever. You
0: you you know what it is, and it's just you know what you know, what I was saying uh a little earlier is just like they're living basically vicarious through them you know, and mm-hmm. it's like they are watching them all the time. They and if you no know, if you no know, female she may like not might have liked the person you know physically or whatever like mm-hmm. that, but also yes. their music connected with them. So it's like. It's almost like when they're speaking, it's like, you know, they're speaking for them. So, okay, this is my voice. Now my voice got cut off because somebody killed this person. And and mm-hmm. and this is the thing, right? Are we swapping live for a life? So uh, I know it wasn't Yellow Bees and Trouble Freddy that directly killed him. And I know they mm-hmm. might have had their beef prior. So does that mean that he's supposed to die? Because of that situation. You know, yeah, now yeah. they made jokes and stuff like that. I get it, there are people, uh, and rappers or people in the, in the entertainment sector who do that. They make fun and they do subliminals and that's not right, but are they supposed to die? And are you gonna be the fan or the fanatic that is going so crazy over this person that you felt like you lost that was yours? Mm-hmm. And you're not think about the family, you just think about, oh, this person was for me. And now I'm gonna go out my way to uh, harm or slander this person, that's what happened. You know, it's, it, like the media can tell you, oh, this person abusive or this woman is a hoe. like, OK, yeah, she's taking pictures with a whole bunch of pers- people and he might have did this and might have did that. But is that him for the rest of his life? You know what I mean? So it's just like people get stamped with these labels. And now you all ca- oh, this divide. And for us, I feel like the black community is very impressionable because we feel like it's hard for us to make it sometimes. So when we see somebody make it, we're like, OK well, you know, I connect with them, so I made it, you know what I mean? That's part of me, because they represent from one of my area and stuff like that, so yeah, I got something to hold my hat on, but why you can't have that same uh motivation and mindset for yourself? I don't get that. It's like, the energy people put into these famous people, if they put into themselves they'll be yeah. leaps and bounds above the other person, the, the, the people they're watching, but they don't want to sometimes do that, because it's, it's a responsibility, it's accountability when you add more pressure to yourself to be greater, and that's what me and you will be doing and the people that we have around us. We want to instill that to them, you know, be greater than you was yesterday because mm-hmm. tomorrow not promised. So at least if you do your your, your shot clock ends and, and you're no longer here, you can rest your your, your head on and, and your spirit that you know what? I, I left something there, you know, I left with a smile or I, I left having something that I can go back and see what we put out and understand that we I live my life more than just myself. And that's what we're doing.
1: Yep. And some people don't want to put that work in. They don't want to put that work in. So they like, they like, oh yeah, I just want to get around the celebrity or touch it because that they, they, they did it. They put the work in. But some people they don't realize that some of these guys they they like, oh it's luck. Some of them guys been grinding for like so long. Like some some of them guys you find out it's like damn they made songs like five years ago and they just blew up. And some of guys they putting in that work. And some people don't want to put that work in because they want it now, and that's the thing about our society now is we're so microwave that we want things right now and we want things to happen overnight. We see and we see all kind of shit like on the gram and shit about how I, I become this success. I, you will be a success if you do this, and then nobody don't want to put in work, and, and they still the same place they were like three years ago. But like you know, as long as you putting in that work and and you true to yourself and you getting it in, then shit, my g. I mean, shit, to blow up for you, but people just want to attach themselves to a celebrity and think they're gonna get that spotlight and that extra that 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 extra shine that 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 the celebrity's getting. And okay, well, I'm gonna get a little bit of that shine on me, so now I can do my thing. But they shit ain't really together. But these guys have been working and and honing in on their craft, and that's the thing. A lot of things people don't want to do; they don't want to do the work to to better themselves, to hone in on their craft or whatever they're trying to do, and the shit just be half ass. So. And I'll
0: and also, too, you 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 lead into a, a a point, just being authentic. I think that's that's not even just in the black community; just for people as a whole. You you just mm-hmm. have, you have more people that's willing to be a car a carbon copy version of somebody else. They're afraid to be authentic. They're afraid to be vulnerable. They're afraid to you know show people. Okay, I have blemishes in my life, but I want to be better. You know, and I will be better. It's more so like, hey, let me hide behind this person and then when they fail oh i feel because of them and that's not right you can't equate your success to somebody else you need mm-hmm. to have your you need to be doing your own thing now if you're working and you're building with somebody i got a business or whatever like that okay that's that's different circumstances but for yourself you need to have something that you can say this is me regardless mm-hmm. of what's happened you know what i'm saying i know what i can rest my head on you know so it's good to have something for yourself and not just co-dependent on a system as we were speaking on earlier when it came to slavery and stuff like that they were forced but now people have become depending on dependent on a system they've become dependent on whatever vices that's holding them back whether it's social media uh inf- just influences in general of certain family members that they feel like they have to uphold a certain standard oh my uncle went to this prestigious college and my you know my grandmother went she was one of the first nurses it's like be you you're not going to be able to be them you could possibly be be better than them in certain areas of your life, but it's not even about the competition. It's about you making sure that you're doing it for you. I want to live my life for, my, for who I am. And then the people that I'm around, see them do well. That's what my inspiration and, and my more of my passion and energy come from. Seeing people like yourself, people I care about, you know, uh, see them do well. And, and that's just what it is. People wait, oh, I do this good thing. Oh, I can't wait till I get my karma. Stop waiting for something to happen and go do the things within your power. And then watch how things happen around you you know
1: yeah and you brought up an interesting point about uh competition like how some of us and i bring it back and i steer it back to the setup thing about and i'm wondering how how do we get to a point where it's like where's black people having competition within themselves and it's like okay well we're not each other's enemy so why do we keep Trying to hold each either hold each other back, or when we get to a certain level, it's like, oh, well, you don't have the Bentley Azure or, or, or the, the Rolls-Royce Wraith or, or the Rolls-Royce Newest Phantom, or you don't have these type of shoes, or whatever. So we're getting these comparisons because the dominant society, they drop all these things on us. They say, okay, well, it's it's a certain, it's a certain standard of beauty that you're supposed to have. And this is this. I don't know. I'm trying to segue into uh, internalized racism, So oh, but yeah. what I have here is, uh, internalized racism is a form of internalized oppression. De- oppression defined by psychologist, sociolo- sociologist, Karen D Pike as the internalization of racial oppression by the racially subordinate in our study, the psychology of racism, Robin Nicole Johnson emphasizes that internalized racism involves both the conscious and unconscious, acceptance of racial hierarchy in which whites are consistently ranked above people of color these definitions encompass a wide range of instances including but not limited to belief in negative racial stereotypes adaptations to white culture standards and thinking and thinking that supports the status quo so in there in a nutshell that's what we have like we've been brought over we've been indoctrinated into thinking like okay these are our presses; these are the people we got to look to the beauty standards we got to look to everything that they do and we have been programming conditions so much that we need to just break that mentality but a mental thing is, is sometimes habits are hard to break you know and, and but we need to find a way to start breaking these habits and people are starting to get back into that's why i say it's important to do the knowledge of going back to africa and Doing things because it's going to instill pride in what we have and what are we, what, where we come from, in our yeah. culture. Because sometimes most of us here, our culture is baseless because we we're mixed in with so many people and our race has been diluted. But we are the dominant. We are the race that you know, if you have a baby, we you know the baby's gonna come out looking black. So, and that's what they're afraid of, also. So,
0: yeah, that's exactly right, and that really just ties into the eugenics part I want to bring about Mm -hmm. and from history.com you know they talk about eugenics is the practice or advocacy of improving the human species by selectively mating people with specific desirable hereditary traits it aims to reduce human suffering by breeding out disease disability and so-called as you was mentioning as you was mentioning so-called undesirable characteristics from the human population Mm -hmm. and it also says that early supporters of eugenics believe People inherited mental illness, criminal tendencies, and even poverty. I'm a. I got. Mm. I got to rewind that back one time. Early supporters <laughs> of eugenics believed people inherited mental illness, criminal mm. tendencies, and even poverty, and that these conditions could be bred out of the gene pool. Mm. So I mean, it's that's that's heavy. Like to to know that what was that's those were things being used. Against not, not just even just, of course it was used against us, heavy but just like in society, how that was used. Like that's just, that's, I mean, it's, that's, that's, that's a whole lot to take in, you know, just to understand the way people's minds work the evil in this world. People want to, you know, they want to, you know, feel sorry for certain people and, um, things that they do all oh, it, it was a means to a, to where we are right now like evil is evil call that out on all fronts all races all creeds all groups association call it out you know what i mean stop you know uh tiptoeing around it because you feel like oh if i call out this person they represent me so that's me calling out myself now you calling out that individual stop grouping yourself with everybody so that way once they do something dumb you're not the person that's looking crazy with them Yeah.
1: And I'm gonna bring up something else about social engineering. Um uh social engineering is a psychological manipulation of people into performing actions and divulging confidential information. Uh, oh no no, that's the wrong definition. I'm sorry. Um hold on. Social engineering, yeah. Let me see. Psychology.
0: Uh... And, uh, you know, also, too, uh, while you're uh, finding that, yeah. when, it came to, when it came to eugenics, they also talked about, you know, how they didn't want, like, people to even get married who had physical ills and stuff like that, you know, uh, would try to sterilize certain groups and uh around the 20th century from uh from 1909 to 1979 you had around like 20,000 sterilizations that occurred in california state mental institutions you know under under basically under the guidelines of protecting society from the offsprings of people with mental illness like so you know i understand you know that people may have undesirable traits but you don't control life. You didn't You didn't create life. So you shouldn't be able to just control how that was. But that's what was happening with these sterilizations. And, you know, and we got vaccines and stuff like that that people don't even really know about. But, you know, they taking it, you know, and they don't really want to tell everybody everything about it. And if you speak yeah. on it, they want to cancel and turn off your page. If it's something good and helpful, why are you going to cancel people and, and, and terminate their pages if they're speaking on it? it really yeah. doesn't make sense but it's just you know but that's that's the whole confusion part about it it's not supposed to make sense it's not supposed to be logical it's about a a a means to a to a bigger goal and that's depopulating the world mm. and it's not yeah. just going to be through a vaccine
1: either they have other ways as well oh yeah yeah through wars and chemical biological through the food <laughs> mm-hmm. that social engineering then that and that's what you hit on like with covid 19 and with diseases and yeah. Uh, and all this type of stuff—that's that's what social engineering is like. And when eugenics, it, 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 I think it plays a, a part in it too. Is like you're taking out like how, the way people have what well, they have—planned parenthood. The way the way that we have children and um, the way that they sterilize—they sterilize certain people to so they won't reproduce. And I heard yeah. something about the COVID virus uh, vaccine that they, that's like it causes uh, people to become sterile and and all types of side effects like that. Yeah. But uh, social engineering, it says, um, let me see, I'm see where I got the, it says uh, the term social engineering, um, it means the social manipulation uh, in society of how political science and social psychology is used uh, to a larger scale, um, you know. And that's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah.
0: And uh I, I wanna read off one more thing from um uh, from the, the history.com when it's when it's talking about the this, this the sterilation uh, being getting sterilized and, and, and so basically from an investigation from the, the government accountability office, it stated mm-hmm. that between uh around 1976, between twenty-five to fifty percent of Native Americans were sterilized and some and some were sterilized without consent during surgical procedures such as as a uh, um I, I, I don't even want to mess the word up uh, 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 epinde, uh or whatever i guess appendectomy i I know i'm saying that wrong but um and and in some cases healthcare for living children was denied unless their mothers agreed to sterilization let mm-hmm. me say let me say this healthcare for living children was denied unless their mothers agreed to sterilization hey, you want to do a certain action? You want to join a certain group? You want to be able to have your kids do a certain thing? Have they been vaccinated? Oh, no. We're not going to allow them in. And that's happening in certain states. So, I mean, the, the, the world has a way of showing you things in plain sight. And if you don't know the history of what's been going on and how they would try to manipulate it and turn it into something else, like I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be hoodwink.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a form, that's a form of social engineering. When people, they tell people to wear their mask, wear their mask. Then they like tell people, okay, well, we got these number of people vaccinated. We're taking the mandate off. You can wear your mask. Now and people still psychologically, they still wear their mask. <laughs> you, you see that? Like out here, I see it a lot. It's like, but I'll be, I try to break it. I'll try to tell myself I'm not wearing no mask in the store. I ain't going to wear it like that. So.
0: And, and, like and that, it. and that's to a point of having, for those who say they have faith, you have faith beyond the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Before COVID, when your faith was tested, what did you do? Did you, you know, just say, well, I just got to just shrivel up and just be afraid to walk out my door? I had a, I had a, a friend I knew that that said, hey, yeah, I didn't go to the grocery store for like two weeks because I was afraid to be around people. So mm-hmm. you will starve yourself before going out to potentially risk it to make sure that you got something in your fridge. Okay, that's the life you want to live. But for me, I have faith in that when it's my time, it's my time. But also too, I have faith that at the end of the day, when you're eating right, you're drinking like you're supposed to, you're you mm-hmm. you're you're doing things that bring life to you. You're getting, you know what I'm saying, the energy from out outdoors, the, the sun is hitting, is hitting your skin uh the the trees are giving you the h2o you you're just you're opening up who you are in so many different ways mentally and physically that makes a huge difference and those are things that for myself I try to live by yeah. if if you know if the if the government or somebody puts out hey you do this and do that you're going to be cured or you're going to be healed from this thing or whatever like that i may look into it but at the same time i live my life how i live my life and i know they they, ha- they try to find ways to crowbar whatever uh, uh agendas or, or propaganda uh in society but at the same time too you know you're gonna have people that are gonna defy that you know you have people that make excuses for those who do criminal actions and say oh it's because of this and that but then you know when you do something because you don't believe in it and you feel like it's gonna um it's, it's a deterrent it's evil science not even just a vaccine or just other things and 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 life we've seen so far and you speak about it now. It's like you know you get persecuted for it, and mm-hmm. you know it's, it's just that's why. It's, when the root of it is best to know who you are and stop living your life through other people. It's somebody's saying, they, "Oh, I'm going to take this. I'm going to do that. Oh, I got to go do it too because he did it or she did it." Like mm-hmm. we got way too many followers and 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 not as merely and not as many
1: leaders. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But that whole vaccine thing I see some people posting I got vaccinated I got vaccinated I said that's good for you <laughs> that's good for you some people had got it done by no choice though so but I mean I, people can call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever I, I really don't really give a fuck no more I'm a grown ass man I've been living on my own for like 22 years so you know twenty 22 years so I mean shit I'm a grown ass man. I handle my own bills. I do what the fuck I want. I pay taxes. So you ain't going to people to, I listen to people and I take it in, but it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. I'll I'll lend the ear to it. But at the end of the day, you have your own decisions to make, you know, and the people are there. They're afraid to, to, to offend anybody today. That's why they don't really make their own decisions because people are afraid to offend other people. Yeah. and they don't go out on a limb to really do what they feel that they do need to do is necessary or that will be beneficial to them. They just sitting up there just trying to appease all of these people. And I think that's one that's what you have today. A lot of people are just afraid of what people other people think. They're afraid of of getting backlash for for their own opinions and and that creates a society that's docile and afraid and that's afraid to uh challenge challenge the the society or the, the powers that be they're afraid that they're afraid to challenge the dominant society and whoever's in charge and that's how the that's that's how they want it they want people to be docile to where they don't challenge anything and when you don't challenge it you have you're going to have a nation that is easy to be overtaken but what i like here in texas is they standing up for their second amendment they got the governor's bucking the system out here man he's, he's like Shh, hey we, we support the second amendment wholeheartedly we we're gonna give open carry we're gonna I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if Texas uh, uh, uh um what w- what do they call it if Texas separates itself from <laughs> the United States like, succeeds the like United emancipate States.
0: itself from the United States
1: yeah. S- succeeds yeah succeeds yeah. <laughs> like oh. that but w- we can't um I was told too that we had an opportunity to do it in the seventies it would have been cool it, it, Texas would have would have been able to succeed in the seventies but we didn't get to do it said now it would be harder it'd be a lot harder now um. Because we're so tied into you know everything that's going on within the United States, but we but also too we a bad idea because we don't we don't have a military or you know we don't have our own military. You can't be sovereign without your own military. So yeah, it wouldn't look too good for Texas. <laughs> you know, we yeah, we're doing our own thing down here though. So yeah, yeah.
0: And, and um and you know you speak about people posting about they got vaccinated. It's like um. Who, like, who really, I mean, to be honest, who really cares if you got, I mean, I mean, people care, but it's like, when you post posting stuff like that, it's like, mm-hmm. who, who is that benefiting? You're, you're making somebody feel comfortable, like your family members or those you work with? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got, oh, I see, I see you post. you got vaccinated. That's mm-hmm. great to know. It's like, you know, and then when you post something about your kids, it's like, oh, okay, they don't, you don't hear nothing. You know what I mean? So it's just like, but you do that, you get a reaction. Like, you know, people can be, you know, just so quick to just just do things just for the spur of the moment living in the moment
2: oh yeah. this is going
0: on oh this is the wave oh this is this is what everybody on I got to do it too because if I don't yeah. do it they say oh how come you ain't do it and it's like I don't care whether family friends or indifferent like that if it's something I don't stand behind not just the vaccine just mm-hmm. anything I'm not going to promote it I'm not going to put it out that's just what it is you know what i mean some things i may not see or i may catch late and i'm like okay i need to share this i need to put this out i need to respond to this I try to do my best at doing that, but also I, I, you know, I try to build and work on my own things as well. So I'm not tied into what everybody else is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's me. That's when you become more of a watcher than a doer. And mm-hmm. I'd rather be somebody that watches and appreciates what other people do, but also do the things that I want to do to amplify myself and those around me.
1: Exactly. 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 Yeah. Like some people, they be, they get pressured into doing things they get, they get pressured into, oh, well, you know, yeah, these other people. or oh, it's probably their, their work or something, and like you say, their work, a family, and it's like, oh, well, damn, well, I, well, yeah, I got the vaccine. Well, you do, you didn't, you need to just virtue signaling. A lot of this shit is virtue signaling. Like, okay, well, I did it, so you you should do it too. And I, I'm a good person, so I, I'm a healthy person because I'm not gonna get the like, man, all this shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah people, and that's the thing people fail to realize because you
0: you actually you know uh,
1: uh maybe think of a
0: point. You can get vaccinated, but still be a murderer. You can get vaccinated, but still, you know what I'm saying? um, Be a bigot. You can get vaccinated, still, you know, uh, still be a racist. You can get vaccinated and, uh, you know, still uh, commit adultery. So does the vaccination stop that? Does it, will it cure that? You know what I mean? Will it cure diseases that you try to pass on to other people? Will, 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 will the vaccine, like, so let's really, you know, really break it down. And that's what people don't, they think, you know, it's just like, oh, I did this. So now my plate is clean. You know what I'm saying? I got a clean slate. Like, it's like, no, you still have your own things. You have to deal with yourself. Don't, don't let the vaccine be a mask that cover your shame. No, you got to live with that until you deal with it. And that's just what that is. And people don't want to accept that. You know what I mean? So, cause I have days where it's things that I've, I've did wrong in life. I think about it all the time, but then I realize, you know what, am I going to sit in, in the mud like a pig, you know what I mean? And just and then lather in my shame. Or mm-hmm. am i going to understand i'm going to stand up and clean myself off and keep moving so people got to choose what they want to do
1: we got to have their own mind their own frame of mind yeah. that's why we talk southern frame of mind <laughs> renewed kings we renewed our mind yeah. when you have and when you have a renewed mind you think differently you think differently from the populace you think differently from the group and from the status quo and that's what that's what the level that we try that I'm trying I'm seeing people going toward they they start, start, start trying to get away from the status quo but sometimes the air quote wokeness that can be a whole movement that can be a whole thing to say oh well I'm a part of this movement right here but it's like it's not about being awoke it's not about wake it's like it's coming into your own and being in the know you got to be in the know for things you got to be knowledgeable of things cuz there's so much going on out here and, and and information moves at a rapid pace so you got to be on top of be that's say be on top of the things that you're interested in some people they're willfully ignorant about the shit that that they enjoy like the escapism like people like a lot of people like escapism in the United States it's a little bit everywhere but I'm speaking on the United States since we live here a lot of people like escapism so people are going to be willfully ignorant about the shit that keeps them entertained and, you know, and that's what keeps a society dull and dumb. But like, if you want to awaken to things, you want to know things. I mean, hey, so be it. Like being th- and some people, they just attract themselves to knowledge. Some people just they want to know things like me. I've always been the type of person that I wanted to be in the know so I can have information. This is sometimes it just looks bad on you not knowing certain things. And some people can't learn everything. I understand that some people are just. Or some people are just not interested in certain things i realize that too by talking to certain people it's like if they don't know they don't know but if they're interested and you meet somebody that's on one accord and you guys have the same interest in learning that's that's a, that's the way you can build like how yeah, we build. It, yeah it, it, it is it's, it's great to have your own perspective and then add in
0: historical facts or things that's going on right now in the news or media and you're up mm-hmm. on it because things change constantly like you mentioned and also too you have those who will say, hey, this came out, that was fake or this, whatever like that. I don't care. I still, I still believe it. They still was wrong. They still mm-hmm. e- either way, mm-hmm. they they're they gonna do something else somewhere down the line, anyways. It's like, so are you you don't want to give a person a chance, but then when you mess up, it's like, man, how come you know what I'm saying? People still holding that over my head. Why? Why, why, why should they not? Why why? I mean, it's best for them to do that for you to understand how that feels when you do it to somebody else. And especially if it's somebody a celebrity, it's like that celebrity doesn't care about whether you hate them or not now if it's a lot of people that's not liking them of course they got to do stuff to shift that so they may try to test themselves to a certain agenda so that way people can say oh well you know, since you're part of this then now i'm a fan of you you mm-hmm. know what i mean but you got people so ignorant to those those things because it's all about inclusiveness it's all about validation it's all about togetherness it's all good to be together until you say hey i have pride in my black my black community uh yeah i think you you know what i'm saying this ain't that like reverse racism it's like what you know, I mean, you got all these weird tactics people use to try to demonize your love for who you are. Me being happy of my culture, my people doesn't mean that I'm not an American. Mm. I'm also a veteran, but at the same time, I know that that uniform is more so what people look at when they see me when I wasn't by my, my uniform for people that was outside of that. You know what I mean? Thank you for your service. Oh, thank, you. oh, great, appreciate it. Thank you so much. You know, what I'm saying, homie, Thank you so much. Outside of the uniform. I'm just another nigga to some people. And to yeah. some people, you know, and that's the thing about it. You don't have to put all your everything out about who you are. But when people try to uh belittle you, you can say, you know what? Hey, I am this person. I do have this going on as well. Hey, be sure to check me out if you have time. Because then it's just it's one of those things to where their idea of you has not been transformed. Now they have to talk to you a certain way. You know, mm-hmm. they can't try to talk to you in coded language like you don't pick up on. And that's one thing about it. it's good to know your surroundings and good to know how to talk to different people. So when they try to say things over your head, you know, or, or try to say things that they're talking about you right in front of your face, you can detect that. A lot of people don't don't detect the snakes around them because once that venom gets a hold of you, you're done. Because now you feel like, oh, well, when they talk to me like this, I just got to accept it. It's just constructive criticism. There's a difference. There's difference between constructive criticism and somebody blatantly letting you know hey like i don't really rock with you i think everything you're doing is not good and also too i'm better than you so that's the difference mm-hmm. so be mindful of that all the listeners and, and people who, who you know you're going to share this with be mindful of that
1: yeah and also too having pride in your race is not like being it's not I don't see it as racist it's not racist and have like you saying black pride it's like just having pride in your race it's not being racist it's not coming off but some people have a superiority when they add that superiority to their race then that's when it becomes a problem that's when it becomes yeah. like an issue when it's like okay well we're better than you, you you're this you, you're you're, uh, you're less than or whatever then that's when it becomes a problem but we got like a, a recording here you want to pick that up yeah. brother yeah I got you
2: What's up, guys? I can definitely relate to um, what you're speaking about right now, and it's basically like adaption. And I mean, I've always grew up to where I always had to move around and live with different people, so I always had to adapt to their environment. And when I was younger, obviously I was naive, but as I got older and I learned how to adapt and like basically learn other people's language without being a different like actual language, if you, you know, picking up what I'm putting down. But like, I mean.
0: uh and appreciate that floor and you know i i definitely understand where she's coming from with that you know to be able to be somewhat like a chameleon in different spaces where you can be around say if you're black you can be around a hispanic person and have respect for their culture and that's one thing for myself like when i'm if i go out and say I may go out to maybe a multicultural type of uh, uh, environment where you got blacks, Hispanics, all different races in there or whatever like that. I could be around, you know, other people and enjoy myself, but also too is because I have respect for their culture and who they are. I understand there are sour lemons and there is bad apples in each of Mm -hmm. our uh, communities and groups and stuff like that. But the the same, you know, I feel like when it comes with us, sometimes we're here too... Uh, a, a different type of standard where, oh, one person did something that, oh, y'all, all y'all like that. All y'all, y'all men, y'all with the big black monsters, y'all, you know what I mean? And, and, and that's how some of us are looked at. So mm. when you, when you when we're walking around, there's always that aura of, what are they gonna do now? Are they gonna jump out and do a dance? Or are they gonna jump out with a pistol? What what mm. type of, how they gonna get down today? So mm.
1: it's just, you know,
0: I, I definitely understand where she's coming from with
1: that. They, they, they paint us with a broad brush. And, and to her comment, it's like, yeah, you got to read people. And I understand what she's saying, like the emotional language and emotional intelligence of people. You got to realize that, like, you got to read their body language and read how they're coming across. And like that, that takes sometimes it takes time. But sometimes that can be a gift for people, read people early on by different races and different cultures. Sometimes you just I'm say you got to be uh, intelligent to that. You got to have like some type of empathy toward other people and other races. and and see, try to see things their way, you know. Try to see things in their manner, but that's what it's saying. Like it, a lot of people don't have empathy. But I, I hit on that a couple of shows ago, and we got another recording here. Okay, let's check it out.
2: Let's... Thank you. It's definitely, and I was talking to my boyfriend about that the other day. Like, cause he, you know, he doesn't like where he came from. Like he's from Peru, and I mean, he's like always oh, talking about like how like he wished that he was like a different race, this and that. And I was like, you know, at the end of the day, we can't choose who we were born. And at the end of the day, every race has their own, like you said, bad apples. And, you know, we can't pick and choose who we want in our race, obviously not. But, like, growing up, um, you know, I lived in a foster home, and I lived with black people. And I learned how to, you know, adapt to their culture. And then as I got older, I mean, I got adopted, so I was able to be with, like, my Hispanic side. And even, you know, they were bad apples, too. So it's, like, it's different parts of, like, different people. Like, it's not just that one specific race that... You know they're bad apples there's always bad apples in every just like every town like not every town is all goody two-shoes you can always have parts where you got the hood too or the ratchet side or whatever
1: mm-hmm. yeah but some people don't look at it i think a lot of people are indoctrinated to to see people as a certain type of thing you know and that's why i say we gotta a lot of people aren't condition to do that to like look as oh it's it's bad in every in every type of race and we just got to look at you know try to look at the good in people and try to you know like i say empathize with sympathize with what with with the plight but some people don't sympathize with their plight because they they'll never understand the way that they see it they'll never understand like like what it is if you have privilege you, you don't understand that you have a privilege cause you don't see it, you know, you don't understand that you have privilege because you know, cause because you have it, if that makes sense, does that make sense to you? Like, okay, I have privilege, but I don't see that I have privilege because you know.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. It, it it reminds me of when Chris Rock made a joke, he said, uh, you know, if I asked any white person in here, would they want to trade places with me right now? They'll probably say no, and I'm rich. And 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 what I took from that, he was saying, they will probably want the money, but who I am and what I go through and and my lineage and stuff like that, they will want that stain on them. You know, they'd rather be, you know, you know, this, this is just an example, but they'd rather be broken, poor, or or just living mediocre than living like me. I'm famous. I'm rich. I got everything I want in this world. You know what I mean? And for her point, what she was saying, as far as you know, she said her boyfriend is like, you know, I guess from Peru. He didn't like where he from. One thing about what he needs to do, and I hope you tell him this, tell him to research the history of that area and those in those people, not the people of right now or what's going on over there right now, but actually do the historical history from when it all came together and, and things of that nature. And also, too. Even with black people, right? Black paths that come out. Oh, i black. Oh, I love Africa. Black power, uh, mm-hmm. you know, crossing the arms, all this little stuff like that. That's cool. Months later, year later, hmm. like, we you know, all the same.
2: Where, what, where's what, the,
0: where's the love? Yeah, where's the love for the blackness at? You know what I'm saying? So, never, you know, and, and, and then the thing is, what is the perfect race? Like, who, you know, like, and that's the other thing people got to ask themselves who do feel like that. What is the perfect race, and why do you feel that way? Do you feel that way because of what they're able to obtain, or because you feel like it's less bad people in that race? What what's the root of it, you know?
1: And also, oh yeah, I, but the saying came from um uh, uh Michael Kimmel. It says, "Privilege is invisible to those who have it." So yeah, they they don't they don't realize some people don't realize they have privilege because they, they 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 revel in it and they live in it. But we got another recording, another.
2: Okay. That's true. And speaking of like privilege, me growing up on um, you know the background I just told you guys, and just bear with me because I'm really trying to figure out how to work this like a stereo thing. But yeah, like um, I always grew up with like minorities, and obviously because I'm Puerto Rican, and I never understood because I've always seen how like we were treated, and you know I I was even like you know talked to my face and said some racist comments too. But as I got older and I made friends, and this was just recently. Um, I made a good friend with a white guy. And although I'm Puerto Rican, I look more white physically. But if I start talking, you understand that I'm not white. So it came to a, a situation where um we were speaking about something and I was like, "Well, you can get away with something like that, but I can't cuz I'm Spanish." And they're like, "Oh no, you look more white, but you don't have to talk." And it's just like, I'm not going to sit here and play the white card or any type of like, you know, like privilege-wise and like you said, people don't understand their privilege until they actually. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no. I just, <laughs> that's racist within itself. Like you, you shouldn't talk because you know you look like one of us. Like that's that's yeah. like slight, slight hand shit right there. It's
0: it's a model. I, I don't rem- I don't know her whole name. I think it's like Amara La. La- La, natura but she's 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 the like the uh she's like a, a dark skinned afro latina
1: yeah which, yeah yeah
0: she the big afro and the reason I brought her up is because for her she i don't I mean I don't know if this is how she just talks but she over exaggerates and uh like like when she talks you know and it's like okay if you're afro latina like you you know you wrote in your R's, like even faster you're like like you're really trying to put it on heavy like if that's who Mm -hmm. you are if you know who you are that's who you are but i also understand too in that you know dichotomy it's like being darker in certain regions of of south america is is frowned upon like oh you're darker like you're less than you're like and so the colorism things works in and all it's global it ain't just in america it's global you know and it's just like Most of the ancestors of these fair or lighter skinned you know, uh, Hispanics came from, you know what I'm saying, Africans, you know, came from darker people. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, but it's like that tries to get washed away. Like, oh, no, like brighter, lighter, whiter is better. And it's like, why? Why is it? You know, because most of these people that's walking around mixed and acting, confused and trying to diss their black side and say, I'm this and that. You wouldn't even look how you look without that black side. So don't get it twisted. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just like have pride in yourself.
1: Like even exactly.
0: if, even if, you know,
1: yeah. Oh, I'm about to say it's a little melanin in every in know, most races is melanin in most of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if not all, if not a hundred percent melanin. Yeah. Yeah. And uh go oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I said go ahead with your point, man. Use use on the road.
0: Oh yeah, Now I was just gonna say, uh, you know. I guess, you know, we're close to getting ready to close out. But I, I did want to end the show talking about how do you feel about the the Derek Chauvin case just as a whole? And how do you feel about the time they gave him?
1: Uh, I think the time is, is justified. 22 years, 23 years? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, hell yeah, it's justified. But I don't think he's going to serve all of it because of his – complexion for the protection <laughs> so i mean he might appeal that and get a shorter sentence and get out earlier um you know so i mean the system. A, a lot of things are are, are are perk walks for the camera a lot of things are just you know they put it out for the news oh well he's getting justice but behind the scenes they might they might uh uh vindicate him they might let him off
0: yeah, yeah. Or, or give him a new, a new identity and new face and yep. all that, but yeah, that's yeah. a little too deep. That's a little too deep, yeah, little deep, yeah, yeah. deep to pick up on. Yeah, I see. We yeah, got another deep. message here. Let's see.
2: Right, and you know, like summertime, you sitting out and you, you know, you catching a tan or whatever. And I tell my boyfriend because he hates like getting darker because he's already like caramel color. I mean, I don't know if that's the proper way to say, but I tell him I'm like, you have a lot, like you have a good amount of melatonin in your skin. I was like, I wish I had that because you know, at the end of the day when I'm trying to tan I burn but when he comes from Peru like people his skin color they are frowned upon and then he's like oh if you go over there they're gonna worship you I'm like I don't want none of that like you know at the end of the day I feel like the older generation they have more um races in them and I mean not saying that our you know younger generation they don't but as like the world is becoming more open-minded I feel like with technology people are more understanding but you still got those people that are just like hard-headed as hell.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. Yeah, and but he, uh, he should be proud of his skin color, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He should wear that as a badge of honor. But, you know, but it, it's such such hateful things. Like, people, like white is just indoctrinated throughout the whole diaspora, the, the whole, throughout the country, throughout the continents, because they went in the... I, I mean, I, I may be wrong, but this is a, they, they pillaged and they plundered uh, every nation. So they're gonna leave their mark everywhere they go. They're gonna leave their standard everywhere they go. So yeah,
0: and you know, and then also too, when you have power over the media, when you just have control over so much as you're saying, you're able to let people know, hey, look, you see somebody look like this? That's wrong. That's negative. That's you know, that's that's not godly like if mm-hmm. you see this, this is majestic. This is golly. This is, you know, the cream of the crop, you know, and it's like, it's like, you, you, and you really sit back and think about, okay, so if I am lighter, okay, so I'm lighter. How, do, how am I better than somebody darker? Am I better because I got more money? Am I better because I look better physically to some people? Am I better because of what? What is it? You know what I'm saying? Like it has to be more than just the, you know the skin color but it's more it's the mindset behind that it's it's mindset behind the complexion that they say is almighty and it comes with something and that's why people that's why some people feel like there's um it, it, they 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 can get value off of that okay if i'm look like this if, if i have the mindset of this person then there's value to it if i if i look like or i have the mindset of somebody darker or, I, or or that's what i resonate with then what am I getting out of that? Except for look down on or frowned upon, like uh, her boyfriend was saying.
1: Yeah, but also, too, you got to pay attention to who's, who said, who who what, what definitions, like they have the English defin- definition. Like I saw the, the you, you remember the movie Malcolm X with Denzel, right? Yeah. And when he read the dictionary and he, where the book came from, he said yeah, it's a, it was an old English dictionary, like the terms black and white. You got to pay attention to words, like, like white the definition of white was uh was like pure white as snow uh, you know w- without blemish and then he had black which was devoid of color dark like of a black day of a black you know like dark and like black was evil and and white was you know they made it pure so you gotta watch how shit plays on words <laughs> And it's crazy that shit. I was like, "Wow!" And I never really thought thought about it like that, like how you have like Instagram. I'm going back to Instagram. Like how you have Instagram say followers. Like yeah. you're following people, like mindless. So, yeah, everything a play on words. Uh, words are a, a very big.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And powerful. and one thing about yeah, and one thing about creation, it comes from dark. You know, would you you uh, ideal you have. It just mm-hmm. didn't, you know. You you're building on a I an idea that you have, but it came from a blank space. It came from mm-hmm. nothing, you know what I mean. So it's just like, you know, people is it.
1: And also, you, yeah. And also, all the colors of the spectrum, it comes from black. Every every array. If if you mix all the colors of what color will it be? Black. All the colors yep. of the spectrum come from black. You can't make any, any color you mix with white it's going to be that color. So, yep.
0: Exactly, and people don't. I mean, and that's one of the simplest forms of just really understanding uh, narratives that are being pushed. And it's and it's mm-hmm. like black is frowned upon unless it's something with fashion or something. Uh, you know, it, it just it just depends on the, it's the scenario. But for myself, I'm always going to be the color I am. So that's something I'm gonna have to live with. But I live with it proudly. I like the color I am. I like who I am and where I come from. But also too, I am still an American. So I do have pride in this country for the good that has come from it. But I understand it's a lot of evil. And I understand it's a lot of things behind the scenes that happen to make sure that certain people stay in power and certain people, you know, uh, are, are beaten to submission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of info today, brother. Yeah, definitely was, man. And, you know, this was a great way to start off season two you know we definitely took a, a a hiatus and you know through that time just going through life and, and and seeing things that's going on but also too uh still being able to be in contact with each other and just being more than a show still being friends and brothers and that's what the best thing out of this is knowing that the you know the person that i'm, I'm sharing this platform with as we're learning together we're building You know together as well you know i'm saying outside of just the show because some people go to a show they go to work perform and they jet out that's it they'll have no real camaraderie we have camaraderie amongst each other and uh you know we're 10 years 10 years strong in, in our friendship from when you was my mentor in the navy and so things have carried on from that you know you're a person that put me on to books and knowledge on things that i didn't i was naive to so you know, to see us grow and develop with the show and as just uh, you know, a black man in society, it's it, it, it's it's an honor, man. It's 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 definitely a privilege.
1: And I wanna to say to Elijah that I, I see your growth and I saw you like, you know, evolve. I'm seeing seeing you evolve like you're evolving into something, man, to be reckoned with so far as putting this information and this knowledge out. And, and I and I, I like seeing that growth about you. Yeah, man, I, I definitely appreciate that, man. Yeah. And 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 just as I'm thinking
0: about that, you know, us as black men, we we sh- we should be able to say, "Hey man, you know, hey bro, I got love for you, bro. Hey man, let me bro, you bro you need a hug, man." Like I yeah. I look like you're going through something, man. Sometimes, yeah. man, when you can break through that wall and say, "You know what? dang, bro. Like I can I can be open now." You don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't like play around a person and try to, you know, like uh, make them feel a certain type of way about it, like how 50 Cent did Young Buck. You know when mm-hmm. he was called talking on the phone. But it's just like it's okay, the You know what I'm saying? To the, the show that side of you, you can still be a strong man, but yeah. tears may fall yeah. from you. But that's why when it come to tears, always remember you can have tears of joy and tears of sorrow. And tears is to me just tearing every way everything away, rebuilding strength. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Well, so that's how I look at tears as a whole.
1: Yeah. It's a good way to break down an acronym. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but it's true. It's like a, a lot of a lot of guys get called, "Oh, that's gay, man." That's gay. Like, no, nah, it, it comes with a, it. It comes with a level of maturity. When you're maturing yourself and you are securing yourself, it's like, okay, well, I can tell another brother, "Hey, man, I love you, man." You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need that because some people didn't get that. And sometimes you you tell people like, "Hey, man," you know what I'm saying? You know, hey, like any problems you have, you come to me or whatever. You dap each other up, pound each other up, give them a little hug, you know. Yeah, that's 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 cool. Like people turn just gay, man. It's like, nah, we need to get out of that. Yeah. Yeah, because the things that you fearful of
0: or you nervous about, you that can yeah. turn to, to hate. You know, that can, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just gotta you gotta be careful how you uh apply, you know, your your mindset to certain things around you, you know what I mean? And and just figure yeah. out who you are at the end of the day, figure out who you are, why do you feel the way you do? And it's good to talk to some people, you know, talk to people that's gonna be there for you, or even find help. You know, you can you can even do it online. You can have people that are operators online, and they'll let you know, hey, you know, you, you know, they'll they can work with you one on one. So it doesn't always have to be, hey, I'm gonna put this on social media. I'm gonna get a whole bunch of likes, and I feel better about myself because mm-hmm. you know people care. It's like no, you no, know, they care because they seen and it's like oh, they you know they're just passing through. But in reality, do they care? Do they call you out off out? You know what I'm saying offline and check up mm-hmm. on you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Yeah, yeah, man.
1: It's been a great productive show, man. We're gonna, we gonna close it out, yeah, man. It's you know, a great way to bring in
0: season two. And, uh, if nothing else, everybody, you know, y'all be blessed and safe out there. And this has been another edition of the Southern Frame of Mind, aka Renew Kings. Kings, yes, sir.
1: And queens.
0: We that there. You right. You right.
1: <laughs> can't, can't forget our lovely ladies out there. Yeah. Renewed queens. Exactly. But act, 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 act as such, though. You need to act as queens. You just can't label yourself as a queen, though. I'm just going to put that. You got to yeah. act as such. Yeah. And, and right. We got to act as kings, too. We got to act as, and not be savages. And people say they're exactly. savages. Okay be a savage in a certain situation but you know hey you gotta you gotta uphold yourself to the highest standard though it's it's a a way to hold your kingdom up you know but yeah all right everybody peace be blessed all right peace.
0: peace